Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So we've taken the podcast on the road. We are in the uh, basement uh, jam space. Um, here, just down in uh, Polson Pier, big thanks and big ups to Trouble Town Records for hosting us here tonight. And I'm hanging with Woo. Slam Boney. You guys, already I knew you guys were cool. And I booked you guys. I said, yeah, I'll do that podcast just based on the name, Slam Boney. I got to meet somebody who, who wants to name their band Slam Boney. I just have to meet the willing people. Who's doing this willingly? Yeah, yeah. Who lived willingly called the band Slam Boney. So I guess my first question is, who came up with the name? Uh, I didn't actually come up with it. This is Scott. Um, this ba- is Scott speaking. This is Scott speaking. The band name is actually from How I Met Your Mother. It's Bar- Barney Miller, if you know the character Barney Miller. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, he he had a, a rental van out in front of the bar, and he furnished it entirely so he could pick up chicks and take them home pretty quickly. <laughs> and he called it the Slamboni, and I thought that was hilarious for a band name. Following in line. But uh, But if you look on Urban Dictionary... It's a it's a it's a Zamboni that breaks the ice. Really? Yeah. Slamboni. Yeah. yeah. So it's a There's double a entendre. Too, yeah. Has anyone ever uh, like a promoter or a booker? Has anyone ever, um, you know, mispronounced your name like Hamboni, or have they ever come up with a different uh, take on it? It's not. It's no. No, they haven't really. That's never really happened. But. The, uh, this is the first band that I've ever played in where I actually really liked the name. This is Joe speaking. This is Joe. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. Mi nombre es Jose. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is, yeah. So we've had a little bit of promotion on the Rock ninety four point nine, and one day when they were they were promoting the band, they were talking about our record coming out. Um, thank you, Rock ninety four point nine. Doug Elliott, shout out! <laughs> Thanks to Lee Eckley. Oh, Lee, um, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I'll give Lee the credit. He's a he's dude. Good people. Um, but uh, <laughs> one of the DJs was like, "Slam Boney." I really hate that name. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing there in my garage, like nailing some wood together. And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> well, I fucking hate you too. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have had a bit of exposure on some radio. Were you guys in the Hits FM too in uh, St. Yes. Kitts? Yep, we made the the top sixteen for their new talent search, new rock search, I guess, something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, we were shortlisted in that top sixteen, so that was cool. That was find, last year. Do you find that um, that the like the ska punk is like for a rock and roll radio station talent search? Does that like do you guys find that that's maybe a deterrent because you're not you know ex- what people are kind of ex- expecting in mainstream rock? For for a talent search, for sure, there's no question. But like uh, a weird sort of thing has happened because generally we're not always playing with ska bands. But there's a thing about ska and reggae. Even the people who don't think they like it like it. Totally. So if you're playing in a room and you start playing ska and reggae and fun sort of party rock, people get involved. And I think that's sort of how the connection came in our live show. Like that's what 
That's yeah. what made them think of us. But yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah, yeah. We're getting ready for the fourth wave. <laughs> the fourth, now, when you <laughs> fourth wave, you mean the fourth wave of, of ska? The like, fourth wave of ska, yeah. It hasn't wave, happened. It's kind of like the second coming. Like yeah. everyone's just waiting for it. Yeah, 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 so yeah exactly. So when was the last wave? When was that? That would have been like late 90s? Like, uh, I don't know, early 80s? Uh, sorry, late 80s, early 90s, right? Yeah, yeah like, like moon ska. Because I remember like there was this guy I went to high school with, obsessed with moon ska. Moon ska yeah. records. And uh, he would sit there, like our entire computer class, and he would paint with MS Paint the Moonska Records label logo oh. every day. He made a thousand. I can't tell you how many Moonska record labels he recreated. What's uh, what's that guy doing now? I don't know. <laughs> but Brent Sadler <laughs> yeah. from Almont, Ontario. Uh, you know, software company. Yeah, yeah. He probably works for Apple or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the the. the the, the the first wave was like the 60s. Yeah, right. Right? And then the second wave was like the clash in the 80s. The third wave was in yeah, the 90s. Yeah. And so we're, we feel that it's, we feel it's ripe. I got you. Oh, yeah. Now, you I think punk and ska is getting a little bit hotter right now. There seems to be more interest. There's better shows happening, you know, more people coming. Younger people too, which is cool. We've been seeing that in Barrie. We've been yeah. playing there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Barrie. The Fox, and I yeah, missed the, the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was St. Patrick's Day. I got drunk, all right? And I was... <laughs> I was not within walking distance. So did we, but we were on stage. Yeah, I know. Well, that's that's the best way to be. Um, but we mentioned, or uh, we we brought up the Clash, and then you were like, "Yeah, the yeah. Clash." Tell me, tell me about the Clash. Oh, the Clash was just I think early on in my in my life, man. Early on in my life, it just got it got me into the ska punk movement. Right? I mean, it, like, even if it wasn't exactly what we're doing right now, it's what brought me into that sound. You know, I mean, you know, put that bass down. Put that, that that beautiful upstroke guitar on the, the song, offbeat. The song, what's the song? Ooh. What was the song that did it for you? Uh, London's Calling. London's Calling. That was the one that I, I fucking love. The Clash. I heard that song. I love the Clash. It's my jam. It was my jam, and it started yeah. me off. And it's you know, it was. I came from a small town, really small town. So I did, there was no one listening to punk rock. There was no one listening to anything other than country and western, really, to be honest. That's right. Yeah. So when I finally got my hands on some Clash, right, some early Clash, it was nice. It was, it was the nice. good shit too. Like you know what I mean? Like that's like the classic Coke. You know, it's not, it's not fucking blue Pepsi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah. It was, it was super like genuine, right? It was just like an yeah. honest sound. Fun fact: X and I played in a band and we covered a Clash song, "Wrong and Boyle." Yep. And oh, uh, that's one of my favorites. If, if you YouTube that, anybody that's listening to this, you can still find it under a band called the No Hawks. Then and then search Slamboni right away. Slamboni, yeah. <laughs> Slamboni, Slamboni. So you you guys you an X did you call him? My X. last name is Xworth. So oh okay X, all right so, so X, yeah. uh, you and X uh, were in a band together. Uh, no Hawks. How like how did this whole formation come together then? Uh, mostly Craigslist. So so okay. a guy that's not in the band anymore, Dave. Dave and I more or less started jamming, and then we were playing guitar. We worked together at a software company, <laughs> and and then we started playing guitar to set like the rehearsal factory, rocking out, and we were like, "This is awesome! Let's get some more guys." Um, so we post posted on Craigslist. Joe responded to us as a team with a drummer and uh, his buddy, and they came out to jam, and we had a really good jam. Um, didn't feel it with the drummer, felt it with Joe, and then it kind of just petered out. And Dave and I kept going for a while, and then we ran into Joe at Oktoberfest, fully outfitted in lederhosen, just like getting hammered. Dancing around, and we were like, "Joe, we gotta get you back out, man." And he was Got like, a drummer. "Yeah, the band's running." That's right. It, we're good to go. So Joe was in, and then 
the band started and then we found uh we had a drummer that, that didn't work out very well and he moved back to the uk and we uh we found tim on craigslist after that so it's wow. mostly craigslist and, and x and i know each other from home yeah, my hometown yeah, let me tell this. Yeah. Yeah. so like they had this guitar player and he I guess moved to montreal i think yeah. yeah so then i'm just sitting around one day i get a shout out from scott i haven't talked to him in a year hadn't seen him in a couple of years like the band broke up like yeah, no, yeah, broke yeah. up like six years ago or whatever it's like, hey, man, you just want to go for some beers or whatnot? Just catch up. Old friends catching up. So we go out to the bar. We're there for like a couple hours, I think, right? This just... sounds like trying to hit an old booty call. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. So, so Scotty, Scotty's like one of the best salesmen in the world, right? So we're there for a couple hours just having some pints. And he's like, finally, he's like, shit, man, I got to go. We're like trying out new guitar players for my band. And he stops and looks at me. He's like, why don't you come and try it? Ah. I was like, oh, here we go. This is what it was all along. So, <laughs> so and, and here we are. And the band was born. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So wow. I came out for a couple of rehearsals. That was, and, yeah, Scott, I'm sorry, man. That was a way better origin story. So thank you. I'll let, I'll let the rest of the guys talk from that now was on. Like, that was like the Marvel origin story. Yours was the DC, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, and Mike to Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so there's the bout coming up, April the 20th, my favorite day of the fucking year, 420. The bout, uh, first uh, on that uh, note, let me just ask, new hideout or old hideout? Oh, the new hideout. Yeah, new, new hideout oh, okay. or old hideout, what do you prefer? The, the we, I, I mean, the old hideout has all the nostalgia of like yeah. a dirty rock place, and they, uh, they took it up a notch for the new hideout. It's, it's, it's awesome counted, they, 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 they made it more divey? No, 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 no. I'm saying thanks. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm oh, glad you clarified. I'm okay. glad you clarified. They, they, they brought it up to another level. It's an awesome venue. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's crazy. It's beautiful in there. So the bout is happening April 20th at the Hideout, the new Hideout. Um, and what what is it is exactly the bout? It, it, it's a long. It's it's a few month long festival actually with a ton of local bands, like a ton of really 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 great yeah. great local bands. We're doing, I think they're doing uh, three a night, followed by a uh, cover band that finishes the rest of the night off. But for a couple months, three a night, every weekend, twice a weekend, they're playing local music. And we're playing the very last night of the preliminary round. Awesome. And the last set. And the very last set of the preliminary round. Shutting her down. So yeah. we are basically headlining the bout. Yeah, they won't call you the headliners, no. but no. you were... But, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're not saying, but we're saying. Yeah, we're headlining the bout. The whole thing. <laughs> so if everybody come out and vote for Slamboni online, thehideouttoronto.com, find Slamboni, vote for us, and uh, give, you know, help us help us win this thing. Yeah, there's a big title to be won. There's like a 10K in prize, prize money kind of thing going on. Uh, might be less than that, but I know there's a lot. Um, there's lots of sponsorships. It's good for bands to what win. What did you guys do with uh, the first expenditure? The first uh, thing you'd spend that cash on? Oh shit, Joe's I, got the mic on up. I, I guarantee the first thing that we spend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first thing we spend the money on is we pay off the debt for all the vinyl that we have in store. And then, and then, if you've ever seen our live show, and I, I hope you do, we always wear tank tops and light up shoes and we're going to buy a stack of those light up shoes because those things last about one or two maybe three shows really if anybody's in toronto you can get the albums at pop music or sonic boom or played a record on spadina or river sale now i also heard uh just when we we're setting up earlier you guys are opening for the mad caddies Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that's that's a uh, fuck yeah, bud. Like, they've been around, man. So like, I played the fucking Mad Caddies when I was 19 years old on a college radio station in Ottawa. And oh, uh, they're they're killing it, and this is crazy because they've been one of my favorite bands for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool. The the I remember 15 years ago. No, maybe almost. Yeah, about 15 years ago. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say <laughs> they played. They played. Yeah, I won't say when it they, was that I they was played, in college. They yeah. played at this venue in Vancouver, like a legion, and I was security. And they played with Rise Against when Rise Against wasn't as big. So Rise Against was opening for them. Yeah. Oh, cool. And they oversold the venue like crazy. And there was two of us that were working there. And I'm not a big guy. I mean, it's a podcast, so you can't tell. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I was working security. And there was another huge guy at the door. He's not a big guy, but I wouldn't want to fuck with and, him. And there's a huge, there's a huge guy at the door. And he's working the door, and he's got—he's massive, and he's got braces. And he was about three hundred pounds. It was a weird-looking guy, and I was at the back, and I—they're like, just make sure no one goes in and out the back door, right? And I'm like, all right, I'll just stand here. And there's maybe five hundred people in the venue, and the caddies come on. The whole place goes nuts. It's the first time I've ever worked security in my life, and this guy—and and, and, uh, I hear this knock on the door. So I open the door. I'm like, oh, you know, can I help you? And someone grabs my arm. And tries to pull me out. And remember those doors when you're a kid, like at the gymnasium, where the handle goes like, <laughs> like, like, like yeah. horizontal, and you, you move it back and forth. And the guy tries to pull me outside into the street so they can open the door so all these other kids can get in. Oh no! Yeah, so I super panic, and <clears throat> I've never worked security. I've never been in a fight before. I've never done anything like that. And I jump up, and I I kick him in the leg. And he lets go, and I slam the door closed. And then I just remember waves of people slamming into the door, like, and I'm on the other side. And, and <laughs> so I'm, like, pretending to be all tough, like security. And then people would, their arm would drop, and boom, and they're smashing into the door. And, I, and the caddies are playing. I'm like, yeah, this is a really good band. I'm scared shitless. <laughs> so I got on my phone. I called, like, five of my biggest buddies. I'm like, hey, you want to get into a show for free? Get your ass over here right now and stand at the back door. So that was my introduction to the caddies, and I've seen I've seen them maybe five times or whatever, and I've loved them ever since. So and now you're uh, opening for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, you know any Canadian kid that played hockey stepping on the ice with some yeah. of their NHL favorites. You know, that's the, that's the best way to look yeah, at it. I, I like I, that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Who are, who are some of your other uh, NHL favorites? That would be different for every guy in this Yeah, band. you guys seem like a bit we, of a diverse group. We, we, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's musically, everybody's got... You start. Andrew, you start. I mean, like, I think for Scott and I, it's like Lagwagon and No Effects and those guys on the same label as Mad yeah, Caddies, yeah. right? Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Lagwagon, No Effects, I mean, Bad Religion, any of those yeah. bands. Hugely influential for me. No yeah. use for a name. Yeah, yeah uh, for me, Face to Face, for one comes to right off the bat. Uh, Sublime is... Like, tell me when they when that first West Coast you know, when that when that first summer breeze kind of hits the hits. You tell me you're not driving down the street, windows down, sublime blaring. Like that's that's my that's every 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 spring. It's all it's all I want. It's all I want. Uh, Authority Zero, you familiar with those guys? No, I'm not. No? no, they've got some really good ska punk stuff going Do they? on. Like, yeah, I mean, it, like as a as more of like a newer band, you know, not kind of like the '90s SoCal yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of revival or like. So they're, they're like acid, the acid jazz. Like they're just <laughs> taking it to another level. Like, they're, they're like the quadruple post punk or quintuple yeah, yeah, post. They just, they, they've yeah, they've taken it too deep. Yeah, but they've they've just got some really great tunes in their last album. That's kind of I think where the sound is going. I feel like a lot of bands are doing the quick shifts. That seems yeah. to be happening more where there's like a lot of genres that are being covered in the sound would you almost call it like a medley 
I would say it's a medley. It's a genre medley. Maybe you just you just coined that. That's you. Mad Caddies, May 8th, Canadian Music Week. Mod Club, that's on College Street. Um, and also, t- what's that? And the boat, yeah. And the, oh, yeah, we mentioned the boat earlier. That's uh, yeah, April the 20th uh, at the hideout. Also on College Street. Man, that's a busy street these days. Uh, yeah. Um, anyways, we were talking to Terry just a second ago. He said hello very briefly. And uh, he's going to be engineering uh, our uh, our off-the-floor session tonight. Right. You guys have volunteered to give us a sneak peek of your new EP, right? It's an EP? Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to play one sneak peek song off our new EP mm-hmm. and then play a couple off of our record uh, 150 that was released last year. So that's like, uh, that's a lot of output. It's all of us have, you know, the full-time job thing going on, but we, uh, we try to stay active and keep the music fresh because it's, you know, it's fun to do. We always say that like the best part of being in a band is right here in this jam space, doing what we're doing and anything that becomes that's outside of that is a bonus. It really is. So we try to record, we've got a good arrangement with a buddy that helps us out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just trying to keep it fresh. And uh, you work in a, what a software engineering company? Uh, yeah, a software company. Yeah, I, I well, they, <laughs> they declare themselves as no software. It's a cloud software company. A cloud yeah. company. Okay. Yeah. And uh, are you that guy in the office who's like putting up band posters in the cafeteria? <laughs> and be like, hey, come to my show. Come to my show. You are. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'll walk around the, the office, and be like, hey, I guess heard the new Slam Bunny tune. We, 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 I, the people I don't even know. I was like, hey, what's going on, guys? Slam Bunny tune. It's on YouTube. You get checked it out yet, or what? What's going on? And uh, yeah, if you voted for the vote. Oh, by the way, you can vote. And they just look at you like you're not speaking Netflix. I don't understand you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, if it's not like, yeah, man, I'm really into Black Mirror right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know what the fuck I, you're talking about. I, yeah. I really, I hear this season super creepy. I just can't get through it, you know. Yeah, yes. Anyway. Yeah, but no, that's, I, I keep a low profile now, but I did when I first started, but I, I just try to keep it quiet now. But everybody seems to know, so they bring it up to me. But I just, you know, it's not good for management to think that you're, priorities are competing you know? yeah yeah Talk trust management. me yeah yeah i try not to let management of the radio station i work for they know yeah. where my priorities yeah. are totally. for this podcast, you know? <laughs> so i try to keep it separate they're cool about it like everybody knows anyway but you know yeah, i just like yeah. trying to talk about it so. yeah oh that's cool man yeah. so you're like the band guy at the office 100 percent. Yeah. like mark Wahlberg and rockstar <laughs> like the putting the guy liner on before a show yeah definitely <laughs> yeah yeah and and in the summertime, I rock the same hair. Exactly. Nice. I <laughs> yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, I have one generic question about um, about punk ska music. Because, uh, I, I mean, I, I like The Clash, but I, I think you guys are, like, legit. And I've listened to some of your stuff on the Spotify. Um, but you guys were just talking what we were setting up earlier about... Um, uh, talking about, like, doing, like, a cover song. Or, hey, that would work out great as a cover what goes into doing a cover because i think that it's to translate a, a cover song into your genre actually takes a lot of musicianship and uh and a lot of uh Timmy, you feel this one yeah it really does it, it uh what i like to look for in a, in a cover song is like uh what what keeps the same feel what like what song keeps the feel of what we're looking for but can tra- what can easily work towards what we can do you mean the like, uh, as far as like um uh, you know, tone, musicianship, and as far as like lyrical, lyrically wise, mm-hmm. uh, like we like to keep songs in our uh, our cover repertoire that like makes sense to the 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 age that we are. Almost, you mean like the people that we know and the people that would like like what we do, mm-hmm. and uh, also like 
we like to make sure that we can almost slam bony it. You know what I mean? Slam bonify. Slam bonify it. Which sounds pretty douchey. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, that's that's got hashtag me too written all over it. Slam bonify it. Oh my god. We always. Should we just do shit? Yeah, I'm going to say it. We, we have this little mantra in the band. We're like, there's a threshold, and it's like, if it's just douchey enough, we're good. We're going to do that. So, so yeah, so, you know, we all, we wear tanks. It's kind of part of our, our, yeah, our, that's our, okay, man. Our the Red Hot Chili Peppers wore socks. That's you know right. I mean? They like, did. Everybody's got you know, a thing. But, but yeah, like, it's super weird if you walked in here and we were just wearing socks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, yeah, that's, I'm glad that it worked out this way. <laughs> but Tim's right. We, we, yeah. We hear a song and we're like, that would work for us. And then the next question is, will it, tr- will it translate into a live show well, you know, where people are like, oh, I would never have thought of that. And there's a review written recently by Bucket List about, the, about our 150 album. And they made a comment at the opening of our, our song Stuck on You, which is a Lionel Richie cover. And they said, you know, thank God for ska bands like Real Big Fish and Slamboni who save cheesy 80 artists from themselves <laughs> by, by making these songs ska punk. And I was like, that's exactly what we were going for. Most of the covers that we play live are all from the 80s. We cover Bust a Move by Young MC. We cover Your Love by The Outfield. We've covered Ice Ice Baby. When, when you take one of those old tunes, one of those old jams that you used to love and turn it into a ska punk song, like I don't know what single person doesn't love that <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what I mean when we when, uh, when uh, Stuck on You starts and, they, and then people clue in that it's Lionel Richie every single person I've seen went oh shit <laughs> oh no we, uh, we actually played it at Tim's wedding the, so Tim uh, got married in a, a Henderson, Henderson's brewery and, uh, and so you know he had a band playing he's like well the whole band's obviously there. Like, you know, we got to play a couple songs. And so when we, we, we changed the song specifically uh, for the wedding, like, let's start out the Lionel Richie way before we speed it up. <laughs> and so we get on there and everyone's in like, you know, good looking suit. And there's a huge slow like, dancing. yeah, slow dancing. And, and a white yeah. And, 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 uh, cause we just use the other Look band's the equipment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Scott starts out with the like slow, like, Stuck on you. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. It was. It was. It made my <laughs> well, uh, thanks for reaching out, Scott. Like uh, you discovered the podcast through Spotify, which actually is kind of a new addition. We just got on Spotify, I think, at the start of the year. So it was like that's already showing dividends. You guys discovered it and uh, thought enough of me to invite me to your jam space. So thanks for having me. I swear I'm not going to steal any of your any thanks, of your buddy. equipment or any of your stuff here. <laughs> and uh, and I'm excited for the performance coming up here. Uh, live off the floor. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for uh, being part of the podcast, and thanks to Trouble Town Records for uh, hosting. And uh, and that uh, you guys are going to mix this thing too, right? I don't have to. Oh yeah, no. I, I, I don't. Do I don't have to do shit. That's to, awesome. You don't have to do shit. You just come <laughs> hang out. We'll talk. And, All right, uh, I love it. All right, cool. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, man. Yeah, right, thank thanks, you. Guys. Thanks. Right. That was fun. This was another edition of the Green Room podcast. Imaging written and produced by Quarter Inch Creative Services. Share more at greenroompod.com. Says something to
your backyard, nothing to complain about it. Beers in the fridge, come on, fire up another, everybody let me hear you shout. Beers in the fridge, come on, sitting in your backyard, nothing That's to complain right. about it. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.